0: somehow some way you have just stumbled upon episode number 1 of the mad awakening podcast grab a glass of kombucha if you like that grab some fresh herbal tea maybe i actually have a glass of aloe vera juice today really delicious that I'm enjoying right now I actually recorded this podcast a couple times already and I just felt that it sucked and wasn't authentic and a bit directionless obviously it's always a little bit like that when you're first starting out but I feel like this one is going to be the one it's going to be the one I'm going to Finally send out there You know I'm still on this personal journey Of finding my Balance between structure and flow Um, I've lived my life In a bit Too much of a flow state At times Uh, And I really do well with A good balance of having that structure But not overly Structured so that I can um, kind of feel my way through authentically, I guess. But on this first episode, let's talk about what Mad Awakening is. We're going to talk about what inspired me to create it, uh, and what I aspire to do with it. And who am I in the first place? Who is Joshua? As well as my own Pain to purpose story That led to Starting Mad Awakening On future episodes of the Mad Awakening podcast You can Look forward to a blend Of Intimate solo casts with myself Talking about Select topics that uh, Move me At the time and I feel called to discuss on a deeper level, as well as deep conversations with some of my personal favorite thought leaders, way showers, and health and wellness influencers. And before we get into it, I just want to um, ask you if you would to subscribe to the show on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Um, I think it appears on Stitcher or other things, but you can subscribe there as well. I think the majority of the listeners are on Spotify or Apple, but if you could, subscribe, and it really helps me not only reach more people, but it will help you uh, to make sure that you don't miss any future episodes of the show. You can also connect with me on YouTube For the video versions of the podcast As well as other long-form content YouTube just released uh, their handles So that you can actually just find me At Mad Awakening Without any spaces or dots Just at Mad Awakening You can find me there And you can also follow me on Instagram and TikTok And my handle on those is at mad.awakening. So there's the dot in between there. And also check my website madawakening.com for my offerings for more about me and um, everything that I have going on. So with that, let's get into it. It's taken me years to get to this point of recording and releasing my first podcast for many reasons, which we'll get into, but it's something that I've always wanted to do for a really long time. I know podcasting has just gotten really big over the past few years, but it's definitely been on my radar for a long time, and other people have told me that I'd be good at it and to do it and um, I'm finally at that point where I'm ready to put this out there and share my story with you. The important part is that we're here now and uh, before we get into the meat of it I just want to thank a few people that have been especially influential in me coming to this point, obviously there are just tons of people that have influenced me in one way or the other, Um, family, friends, relatives, strangers that have influenced me, and I just want to publicly thank all of you um, for your support and for your love and your dedication and your belief in me. But there are a few people I just want to call out uh, publicly. Um, The first one being my mom, who's (laughs) never given up on me and has always believed in me and supported me along my crazy journey, even when it's been very difficult. Uh, So I really appreciate that, and it means a lot. I want to thank my fiancé for just being a beautiful mirror for me and inspiring me through her love uh, to step into my power and to become my authentic self and the person that I really always wanted to be on the inside. I want to thank my incredibly talented photographer, Sue Ellen, who has a uh, photography company called In All Your Forms. Um, I had a session with her a few weeks back, and it was really profound. And um, she really captured my spirit so perfectly, and was able to reflect that back to me, and which really gave me so much confidence. So you can take a look at a lot of the photography on my website at Um, but that was that was a huge uh, gift for me. and so uh, thank you Sue Ellen for, for that and make sure to um, look at her photography on um, I think her Instagram is at in all your forms. If you're in the area, uh, DFW, North Texas and that's something that interests you. I can't recommend her enough. I want to thank my cousin Ashveen for being an inspiration to me not only as or basically brothers but uh, he's been inspiring to me in so many ways but um, especially inspiring me to finally go to the gym. Uh, About four or five years ago which ended up being a a real butterfly effect for me that changed, that ended up changing the trajectory of my life. And um, you never know the small ways, the small things you do that can impact someone in profound ways. And so I just want to publicly acknowledge that. And so thank you, brother. I want to thank my colleague, Evan, who uh, provided me with an opportunity over the past two years to really hone my creative skills and to really learn firsthand about starting a business and the trials and tribulations and the successes that come along with that and really given me confidence to do that on my own. And like I said, there are many, many more people, family, friends, people in my community who have helped me in so many different ways. Um, I could spend a whole podcast just talking about that. But I wanted to make sure to acknowledge those people as well. This podcast and Mad Awakening as a whole is all about awakening stories. I'm using this as a platform to awaken my story, to talk about the things that I have been wanting to talk about for so long, but also offering that to you, to other people out there who um, are in the same boat and have things to say, want to start a business around their special gifts and offerings and put their self out there. I want to help you do that as well. And hopefully, me doing this will in some way inspire you to do the same thing. I think storytelling is an ancient lost art form. Um, And it's an innate power, a superpower that we have within each of us. We all have profound stories to share from our own experiences, our challenges that we've overcome, the challenges that we're still dealing with, the hobbies that we have, the things that we've experienced. I think it's super important to share that with other people, to share that with the world, to share that with strangers. As... Um, even though it can be very uncomfortable or feel awkward, I think it's something that not only helps other people, but it helps you in, in, in the stories themselves. When you share your story, I think it's a profound healing modality for the teller and the listener. I think storytelling is a form of teaching and learning. I think it's a community builder that connects generations. You know, you always had the community elders, and they would share these profound stories with the community. And in it, and through that modality, is how they teach and how they help rear the next generation. And so this podcast is a platform for me to tell my stories and to also host and awaken the powerful stories of my guests in the future. And so who is Joshua? (laughs) You know, I don't know how you feel when you get those sorts of questions, but the question of who are you or what do you do that we tend to get when we first meet someone, I find, I find those questions to be incredibly frustrating sometimes or triggering, um, even though it comes from a completely innocent place. It's just kind of a, a sort of automatic thing that we say, right? But I just... Don't like to be put in a box based on my answer, you know. We tend to answer that with, okay, here's my name. Here's what I do for work. Here's where I live. Here's my family. Here's pictures of my kids, whatever it is. I think it is very limiting to who you truly are. At least that's how I feel. Um, As much as I don't like to be put in a box, I have tried to live in one for the past three decades now. And um, I'm finally stepping out, stepping out of the box. I'm starting to feel comfortable drawing outside of the lines so to speak. But for the sake of the listener in this episode, um, I'll give some bullet points as a way of hopefully connecting with you a little deeper. And so I'm 32 years old. I'm a, I'm a millennial, as they call it, right? I was born June 27th, 1990. Uh, So astrologically, I am a Cancer, I am a Leo rising, and my moon is in Virgo. In case you're into that, I'll give you a little sense of me. If you're into human design, uh, which I've gotten into very recently, and it's been a really uh, beautiful experience to learn about that, if you're into human design, You'll know me as a 2-5 projector with an emotional authority. And if you don't know what human design is, don't worry about it. I can talk about that on future podcasts. I'd be happy to. Uh, It's a really fascinating modality. I am a Bangladeshi American. That is my background. Uh, I was born and raised in Texas. My mom is from here. My dad immigrated from Bangladesh when he was uh, 18. So my dad was a bartender and my mom was a server. And like I like to say, I was the Czech. (laughs) So that's how they met uh, and had me. But they never married and they ended up finding their life partners, uh, years later, but I was always loved and supported by them both equally, uh, and very deeply. And, um, I know for other people in that situation where your parents either never married or separated when you were little, um, that unfortunately tends to not always be the case. And so I looked out big time, and especially under that circumstance, and I'm eternally grateful to them both for setting themselves aside and um, really having me as the priority through my childhood. But I primarily lived with my mom, so I lived with a single mom and my aunt for many years growing up. So I was always around this feminine energy, um, (laughs) the positive and the negative sides. Uh, But uh, I was always very comfortable, I guess you could say, around feminine energy and the feminine in in general uh, from a very early age. I ended up getting a degree in film production From Emerson College in Boston as well as a ton of student loans (laughs) Um, and I lived out in LA for Los Angeles for about four years after I graduated college and so I always had this um, idea growing up I guess you could say that I wanted to be a film director in Hollywood so that's why I went to school where I did, and that was the main reason for moving out to Los Angeles to pursue that dream. But when I wasn't making movies or assisting on sets and doing that stuff, um, I ran a marketing department for a nonprofit. Um, And later, as I'll talk about, I did it again at a startup tech company. But I had to teach myself graphic design, web design, app design, marketing, and branding all taught myself uh, really out of necessity because I was kind of thrown into a certain role that ended up turning into something bigger and that was what we needed. And I took a lot of the skills that I learned in college from film production from screenwriting creative writing and I applied it I applied those storytelling skills to marketing and branding and design which I got a lot out of I also off and on worked in the restaurant industry myself for many years um, before college during college there was periods after college And I worked in all the positions. So I remember my first job was working at a uh, Panera Bread uh, when I was, my first real job, I guess you could say, when I was uh, about 17. My dad always worked in restaurants. um, And so I would help him out when, starting when I was about 15 but my first real job outside of family was working at Panera Bread, and I remember my first day, I was washing dishes. And so I ended up working my way all the way up to being uh, a manager and a trainer uh, in restaurants themselves. I've been a bartender, server. I've managed restaurants. So I've done the whole thing. Also, when... I was working at the startup tech company. I created a mobile app from scratch. I also taught myself that. Uh, I was really proud of that, actually. (laughs) Even though it ended up not coming to market, uh, it was a full-fledged prototype and um, it was a real goal for me to be able to do that, and I finally did it. Um, in college, one summer, I remember I worked as a bank teller for a local bank. I wore a suit every day. And if you're listening to this and know me in some capacity, I'm not a suit guy. I'm really not a suit guy. I don't, I don't think I'll wear a suit to my wedding, to be honest with you. <laughs> but uh, it was a good experience. It was a really interesting experience. Um, another summer in college... I started a painting business that flopped epically, epically. It was right after the downturn of the economy and no one really had, was really, had painting as a top priority for them. Um, but it was a good experience, my first experience in entrepreneurship. And many successful entrepreneurs will tell you that there was many flops before they were finally successful at it, so I consider that an important first step. In 2019, I tried to start a an Amazon drop shipping business. I don't know, this this is stuff that was big for a few years. There were tons of ads about it, and I uh, really wanted to start my own business again and so that kind of caught my eye and I tried it and guess what I failed again big time (laughs) but again it was an important step forward in my entrepreneurship journey and those fails those uh, times when we don't succeed are great teachers for us and that's kind of how I view them Obviously, I'm hopping timelines as I'm giving you these bullet points here. But, you know, with that, you can get kind of a sense of my background and uh, a little bit about me. But um, then there was my big break. So my big break happened around the end of 2016 and ended up lasting around two years. Now, what is a big break? I've been talking about being a film director and stuff, so you may think uh, that I got my first big film directing gig. No. And also wasn't starting a successful business. What do I mean by (laughs) my big break? This is how I lovingly refer to this period of time when I was in a deep, albeit largely hidden, depression. Um, Some people call this period a dark night of the soul, existential crisis. I like calling it my big break because it was a real breakdown of my reality where I really lost the idea of who I thought I was, what my purpose was, and all the stories that I believed to be true since I was a child. And so yeah, my big break wasn't getting to direct a Hollywood movie like I thought I was gonna when I was growing up. It was a total breakdown um, and it was really quite scary But I had to let it all crumble down. I knew that. And even though it was incredibly painful, I knew that it was a necessity to start to connect with what was really true for me and not what I was being told by family or friends or teachers or the news or anything outside of myself, I had to really start to find what was true for me because things were just not working anymore for me. I had to start listening to my heart and my intuition. And so I gave up on my Hollywood dream after being offered a dream job, a job that I was really... Um, calling in that I really had my eye on since I first moved out to L.A., I finally got offered that dream job. And I remember just being heartbroken, actually, when it happened, because I knew on such a deep level, even if I couldn't quite make sense of it, I knew that on such a deep level that it was not the right path for me. And so it was incredibly difficult giving up on the dream that I had thought I had since I was a kid. And I went to school for it and took out all these loans for. It. But I knew I had to leave. I had to leave Los Angeles. And so I was in Los Angeles from 2012 to 2016. So this is 2016 when all this happened. And I ended up moving back to Boston where I went to college and where my dad lived at the time. And I decided to pursue an entirely different career. I had to get away from everything that I thought I wanted to do, basically. And so I did that. I worked in restaurants for a couple years, two or three years after that in Boston. Like I said, work in every position, doing uh, bartending, serving, managing the business. And just sort of trying to figure myself out, trying to figure out who I was and what I actually wanted to do with my life. And I remember the exact moment when I started to get out of my big break my this depressive state this dark night of the soul that I was in and to start down a new path um, because I documented it I remember it was January 13th 2018 and I just remember this emptiness. Like I didn't even have the energy anymore to be sad or be depressed or be in the state. Like I just had no energy to, to do that. The only energy I had was... Uh, around accepting myself I only had the energy now to just accept it just accept where I was accept how I was feeling and to love myself exactly as I was at that moment I felt for me at least that you know when we get in these depressive states it's usually because we're stuck in this in looking at the past or fearing the future and I was just sick and tired of doing that and so on that day I remember being in the bathroom feeling that way and I was looking at myself in the mirror for a while And I decided to take a picture. I don't know why. It's not something that I normally do. I'm not a big mirror selfie guy by any stretch. But something within me wanted to document that. I knew deep down that this was my personal rock bottom emotionally. And that there was nowhere to go but up. I can only start rebuilding myself from here on out, positively. And so the big catalyst for me and for pursuing that self-growth path, that self-improvement journey, was exercise. That's why I'm so deeply passionate about exercise now and going to the gym and being outside and doing these things is because it it had such an impact on my life Um, I was finally sick of treating myself like crap I had a lot of terrible habits that weren't serving me that were escapist habits I had a bad diet. I didn't really care much about what I was eating. I just wanted to eat. I just wanted to, you know, eat fast food or eat whatever was convenient. Um, I didn't really pay much attention to what I was putting in my body. And I didn't understand how much that affects our state and our mood. And um, I had a sedentary lifestyle, so I wasn't going to the gym, obviously. I was sitting all the time. I was sitting for work. Now, when I was working in restaurants, at least I was moving around a little bit, but for the most part, not really doing any form of exercise, going to sleep, eating. like It was all mostly sitting uh, for many years of my life. In addition to those bad habits. And I remember that I was trying to, I was leaning down and trying to touch my toes and I couldn't. And for my frame, you know, there's some people that just can't but are very healthy, but for my frame, I knew I should be able to do that very easily. And so I tried to touch my toes and I couldn't. And it really scared me. I was stiff as a rock. I was not flexible at all. I had a lot of back pain. A lot of just pain in general. Um, And I'm, at this point, I'm 27. You know? Um, And so I felt like years were being taken off my life if I didn't start to treat myself better. I was shortening my lifespan with um, my routines, my habits. And like I said at the top of the show, I would often hang out with my cousin before he went to the gym, but, you know, I never joined. Just spent some time with him. Until one day I finally took him up on his offer, and I started going to the gym on a routine. I remember my stepmom innocently and playfully, um, but she was... I remember her questioning how long that I could sustain that routine because, frankly, it was something that I sort of tried before, but, you know, it was a one-off thing. Uh, She was incredibly healthy. She does... You know, um, triathlons and things like that. But I remember her saying that, and that really caught me and struck me in a way. And it really lit a fire under me. I'm like, you know what? I can do this. I will do this. I will not be proven wrong this time. I will not let myself down this time. I'm going to start going to the gym on a routine. And so, like I am with a lot of things, I researched for what seemed like hundreds of hours on different routines, proper exercise form, uh, just the best exercises for the body that I wanted to have. And that was another just wormhole, right? There's so much conflicting information out there about exercise about nutrition you find one thing is the right way and then you find something else that says the complete opposite uh, and so I really had to feel into again my heart my intuition what feels right to me what makes sense to me and not outsourcing that so it took a while and I just really wanted to go to the gym and feel confident knowing what I was doing and not looking around like I don't know what I'm doing. That was my sort of fear with that. Um, Which I found that I was an anomaly with that because (laughs) um, it seems like, unfortunately, most people do get um, very confused about what to do at the gym. And, Anyways... Going to the gym in the beginning was painful and was very uncomfortable. And I remember on one of my first days at the gym doing a single pull-up and my body just went into freak-out mode. Like it was just like, what the heck are you doing? This is 10 plus years of living a sedentary lifestyle. You know, in high school I did swim team stuff. I was pretty... I was pretty fit in, in, in those days, but after high school, totally nothing for about a decade. So I did a single pull-up, my body freaked out, didn't know what to do. I was sore for days, but I ended up pushing through. I was determined to. And the more and more I started going to the gym on a routine I began to notice that all of these emotions were coming up. Like I had been holding all of this stuff inside of me for so long. And they were finally begin to move through me. And instead of stuffing them in the closet or stuffing feelings in the closet, through exercise, through movement of my body... I was able to release a lot of that. And so now I really think of emotions as energy in motion. Um, It's kind of the perspective that I view that. But at the time, I didn't quite know what was going on. I just knew that whatever was happening was for the best. And so, yeah, my energetic blockages that I've had for so long really began to open i started feeling so much better and in a healthy way it became addicting you know when you start doing something you start seeing results you feel good like you want to do more of that you want to do more of what makes you feel good and so i wanted to go deeper And so exercise was a huge catalyst for my self-improvement, self-growth journey. It's what led me to improve not only my body, but my mind and my spirit as well. I started to meditate more. I got into breath work. I went down the rabbit hole of proper nutrition. Uh, my sleep improved. I started wanting to do more and more of these sort of modalities. And so, like I said, exercise is what led me to improve not only my body, but my mind and spirit. Um, You know, another thing that it led me to was, and this may sound cliche, I will admit, but it led me to pick up the book, The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. And that book was a major catalyst for me. I remember reading that for the first time and like just my whole body was buzzing and I felt high. And I was I remember going to the grocery store and had this giant smile on my face and I couldn't stop smiling. I just felt this incredible energy just from reading the book and and so that really opened up a lot for me as well and in general more and more I started to see this world as not a dark place like I had for a long time you know I was for a long time, I was the Scrooge. I was the the Grinch. I was Debbie Downer. You know, I would actually get triggered when I saw people very happy, believe it or not. When I would see couples walking down the street and holding hands and or having some public display of affection, I would just get angry. I would literally think in my mind, I would think like, are you guys happy about like don't you know how terrible the world is don't you know all the problems that we have i mean how crazy is that just looking at someone happy could be triggering but that's a state i was in and so when i started doing more and more of this work on myself i really started to see the world as not a dark place that's affecting me, but as a beautiful place with amazing people, full of opportunity, and this beautiful place is affected by me, not to me, that I had the power to create this for myself. And so that was incredibly empowering, incredible shift. And so moving to 2019, so almost two years or so into this new journey for me, I once again got offered a job that the old me was calling in, something that was At the time, safe and secure, really great pay, allow me to kind of live the lifestyle that I was seeking at that time. So, once again, here it is silver platter. Here you go. Do you want it? And much to the chagrin and confusion of those around me, I declined just like I declined the Hollywood dream job in Los Angeles three years prior. However, this time, I didn't decline it from a place of sadness and confusion and anxiety. I declined it from a place of empowerment because I knew at this point that my intuition is never wrong and even if i didn't quite understand it i knew to trust it and so i packed up all my things and knew i had to leave i had to head back to where it all started my hometown in dallas Now, 10 years after I left, so a full decade, living in Boston for college, going to L.A. for four years, going back to Boston for a while, I finally came back. But this time with a much different perspective. And a week or so after moving, I had attended a friend's wedding, right after I moved. It was kind of the timing for my move as well was a dear friend's wedding. I had been out of a relationship at this point for about five years. Um, And in future episodes, I'll get into more of, of this sort of story. But just to kind of give you a taste and set the stage, I had been out of relationship for a while just I couldn't be around anyone. I clearly was just working on myself. I didn't have the capacity to share myself with anyone. And so I'm attending my friend's wedding, and I remember getting asked just about what I'm doing, everything. Are you ready to to see start dating, start seeing people? Was a question that I got asked. And... It wasn't something I thought about previously, but as soon as I answer, as soon as I got that question, I answered with, "You know what? I think I am. I think I'm finally ready to just put myself out there." Not really seeking anything, uh, but I think I'm I finally feel comfortable in my own skin to at least be around other people. In a few days after that, I attended a concert that I got tickets for several weeks prior before even moving back to my hometown super excited at this point I'm going to concerts and stuff by myself all the time like I'm totally in solitude doing the things that I want to do not caring what other people want to do Uh, just kind of following my interests and learning more about myself so I go to this concert, and towards the end of the show, I meet the woman of my dreams, literally. Um, I had, well, I'll say that I met her. She was very intriguing to me for some reason. I don't normally just go up to people and start talking just to do that, Um there was a profound interest in this woman. And she ends up telling me her name and instantly a memory comes back from when I was 15 years old, something that I had just thrown, a memory that I had just thrown back deep within my subconscious for, you know, at this point, 15, 16 years. And she, and in that dream that I had when I was 15, I heard a whisper of a name. I'd never heard this name before, never knew anybody with this name. And I didn't gather much else from the dream but that, and I remember just thinking it was a maybe a future daughter's name or something. I remember sharing it with my parents, "Hey, what do you think of this name?" Oh, that's interesting. I like that name. Again, forgot about it. Fast forward to this moment. I met this woman. She tells me her name. It's that name. Of course, in my head, I'm freaking out. I can't really freak out in front of her. That would be weird. But uh, once again, I come into my intuition, listen to my heart, okay? Okay. Let's go down the rabbit hole. I don't know what this is or where this is going, but I know that this is somehow for me. This is something that I should experience. And so that was a week after moving back. And this woman now has since become an integral part of my growth journey. And is now my fiance, and so just another um, <laughs> another uh, example of my intuition, just following it, not knowing why, but just following it because I know it's right. And so I tried my hand at starting my own business after i came back to my hometown like i said it was that uh, drop shipping business that was kind of big for a few years that i'm sure a lot of people tried and i got crushed i got crushed very early on and I, you know and i knew that it happened because it really just wasn't in alignment with me it wasn't my purpose to do that wasn't in alignment with who I was and what I wanted to do really I was doing it for the wrong reasons Um, and I ended up finding the perfect job after a while the perfect job for me at the time and it was working for a startup tech company and I got to hone my skills in so many different ways in so many different areas that I had had experience with previously but um, wanted to really take that to the next level and had a job where I was free to do all of that. And I also got to see what it's like to start and run a business as well, really close up. And then fast forward from that, finally, a couple months ago, my time at that startup had come to an end uh, for various reasons. But again, I knew it. I knew that it was divine timing for me. It was time for me to move on to that next chapter. And I was finally ready to give my own entrepreneurial journey another go. That's the thing with these things. You're going to, it's just inevitable that, uh, I don't want to say inevitable, but it's very rare that, you know, you try this sort of thing once and it works out to a tremendous success, a lasting success. So most entrepreneurs, they have many, many stumbles before finally getting that, uh, getting that to work for them. But they were still more parts of myself that I knew I had to heal before doing that. Um, So when I was a kid, I loved speaking in front of people. I loved speaking, especially to adults. When I was really young, I didn't really care as much for having conversations the types of conversations you'll have with other kids i wanted to have like the the real deep conversations with with the with the adults i wanted to feel like an adult myself and so i love speaking in front of people having these deep conversations i loved performing in a variety of ways i was in theater growing up for a while i did musicals i Loved acting in short movies And on stage I even did stand-up comedy for a little bit And like I said, I loved having deep conversations Even with strangers As a child And I loved all of it It was very natural to me And along the way, a few things happened That um, I reacted to by hiding those parts of myself, because that seems safe. If I don't express myself in that way, my friends won't abandon me, I won't get made fun of, the sorts of things. And in one way or another, I've sort of carried that with me um, since then, for most of my life knowing that I've wanted to put myself out there, but not allowing myself to. So, a big full circle of my personal growth journey is healing those parts of myself. And that's really what mad awakening is a culmination of. Me, Awakening my story in front of you and seeking to inspire you to do the same. You know, me me doing what the child version of me has always wanted to do. Young Josh would clamor at hosting a podcast, would love to just put out content on social media all the time, to talk about anything that's resonating with me at the moment. And I want to help you tell your story authentically and vulnerably. Because like I said, it is an incredible superpower that for many years I've denied and not pursued, but have seen such tangible benefits from. And so based on my own personal gifts and the skills that I've acquired in my professional life, one of the ways that I am offering to help you tell your story is through branding and web design. And so, this is what Mad Awakening is. This is my offering to you. And so, I'll start to move towards what exactly these offerings are. Starting with what I call the Quantum Leap. Uh, You'll see why it's titled that. Uh, But it's... well. Let's just start off by saying... When I've done web design professionally, it has been commonplace to charge or to be charged 20000 to $30,000 for a website and a turnaround time anywhere from 8 to 16 weeks. So, you know, four, four months, you know. With Mad Awakening, I'm offering what I call the Quantum Leap, which is a custom website designed for your specific offerings and your unique essence. Only you can bring to your offerings. A custom website delivered within 24 hours. That's right, one day a brand new custom website that's optimized for desktop and mobile. It's optimized for search engines. And now this is for those that maybe already have a business know their brand, know their vibe and just want to take their presence online to the next level. Maybe they don't have a website or have a very basic one. like Wix or Squarespace or something that really can't grow with them and that's very limiting as far as the design and what you're able to do with it. Now, I I truly believe that a website and an email list are two of the most important assets for a business. Whether you're a solo entrepreneur, influencer, as much as the internet changes, I truly believe that websites and emails will always... Be around in one form or another. And also, you really want a home for your community to house um, all of your offerings, a place where all of your aspects of your business can live that's outside of the social platforms, you know, outside of Instagram and Facebook and TikTok and what have you. Um, I mean, the reality is social media is always changing and you don't really own your own community and content on there. It, so it's not really sustainable for growth. Um, you really want to have a place where your community can find you no matter what happens. You know, Instagram accounts get hacked all the time. It's just a reality. Accounts get taken down for a multitude of reasons. Um, Shadow banning, whatever it is, you want to make sure you have that safe space for you to connect with your community and for your community to connect with you um, through your email list. And again, Maybe you change platforms, maybe platforms shut down. Your email list will always be there and you'll always have a way to connect with their community and to update them on what's going on and what your newest offerings are. And so yeah, that's the Quantum Leap. A custom website in 24 hours. Now, what about those people who maybe are seeking to start their online business. They don't have it yet. Um, It's something that's always been a dream of theirs. Um, The ones who want to offer their gifts to the world, maybe they're currently working at a job that is not fulfilling to them, and they're really seeking to do their own thing, but really just don't know where to start. That brings me to my other offer, which is called Brand Awakening. And it's for just that. In one week, so in seven days, I want to help you go from zero to hero, so to speak. And so what does that entail? Well, like, with all of these offerings... I don't want to just offer branding or web design. There's a ton of people out there that are offering that. I want to really create an experience for you. I want this to be a journey into connecting with your most aligned, authentic self. Um, I want this to be a healing journey for you, frankly. Um, But it... Because it has been for me in doing this for myself. And I want to share that experience with you. Share that experience of getting to know yourself better. Becoming confident in your skills and your powers and your gifts that you can offer to the world. In an authentic way. Knowing that I can help so many people. And so, how does something like this go? How does Brand Awakening sort of operate well? I want to talk with you about what you seek to offer to the world, as well as your pain to purpose story behind it. You know, I think the most sustainable types of businesses really hone in on their pain to purpose story because it's really not about the money for them. Just how can I make more money? Which there's nothing wrong with that. I just don't look at money as the end goal in of itself. I think of making money as a byproduct of doing what you love and offering something that only you can offer. And so I wanna hone in on your pain to purpose story because that'll sort of set the foundation for your brand and your website we will hone in on your ideal demographic um and your unique audience the types of people who can really benefit from your offering more often than not it's really just versions of you past versions of you who are in those challenges that you were in that you found a way out of um so i want to hone in on that audience for you um because that'll set the stage for the tone of voice and how you communicate to those people. And so we'll start building your brand and the values at the foundation of it. I think every brand, every business needs a set of core values that they actually abide by. (laughs) Not just, oh, we believe in family, but, you know, we believe family's first, we're all a big family here, but we're not going to give you um, that work-life balance and we'll work you into the ground and whatever. (laughs) So we're going to get clear on the values and present that out to the world. I of course will help design your logos, create your color palette based on your, uh, your mood board, which we will create. It's going to be a combination of all the things that inspire you photos of yourself, Um, images of anything really that inspires you or that you enjoy, other types of websites that you enjoy, Um, landscapes, places that you love to go or would love to go, Um, all sorts of scenes, Um, anything that really feels like your vibe, we're going to put that on the mood board and we're going to create a color palette from that. We're going to create your fonts that you're going to use um, that really fit your aesthetic. And in general, just your aesthetic as a whole, we're going to develop that. And then based on your ideal client process, so how are you going to take someone from point A to Z in only your unique way? We're going to hone in on your best, client process. And then from that, I will help you create automations and optimizations for your website and for people interacting with you in that whole process. Because it's one thing to start your business under the idea that, oh, I'm going to have this business that I really believe in and everything. But if you're bogged down with doing Aspects of the business that aren't as energizing to you, or more, you know, just take away your energy, deplete your energy, it's going to have a profound effect on your business and how you run it. And you're not going to be as motivated, and it's just going to affect you in a lot of different ways. So, I want you to be able to focus on doing just the things that you enjoy doing and either automate or outsource everything else i think that's the only way we can do it because we're not looking to start a new business to just trade our time for money i don't think that's sustainable i view starting your own business as a way to create more freedom in your life create more purpose in your life And so, yeah, so we're going to hone in on your client process, make that nice and easy and sexy and just incredibly smooth. And if necessary, I can help you acquire an LLC, if that's something that you're interested in and don't know how to do it. I'll help you, you know, with website hosting and getting a domain name. And then we'll also come up with the best types of content to post for you, uh, that you're comfortable with and a list of topics to focus on. Um, that'll really help attract your dream clients and the people that you really want to help and work with. You know, when it comes to posting on social media, that's another big challenge and barrier for a lot of people. They don't know what to post or they're just posting whatever, Uh, Becomes unsustainable or not enjoyable. And so I want to hone in on that. I want to work with you to have a list of things to post that are authentic for you to post. And I'll, of course, give you a set of social templates based on your brand, your aesthetic, uh, and your website design um, that match your branding. um, That creates one beautiful cohesive brand. And of course, like I said, you'll get a stunning custom website to house everything in. So in one week, my goal is to take you from maybe someone who's a scroller on social media who just scrolls the feed, goes back to their normal life to someone who is actively posting on social media, is a leader in your niche, um, and so you, you're using social media as a tool um, for your business and for your growth, rather than as an escape or a time waster. Because um, that's, I think that's a big thing too. I think you know a lot of us we view social media as bad. Uh, I get it. Um, but I really view it as a tool that can be used for good or for not so good. Um, and so, yeah, that's super exciting for me to offer that to you. And I hope that sounds exciting to you if that's something that you're interested in. I want your branding and your website to do the heavy lifting for you. So I want you to have a stunning website so that someone may not know you, may not know what you're about. They they can go to your website, and there's an instant wow factor. I want your potential clients to feel like, wow, you know, I didn't even know if I was interested in this person's service, but I see their website, and it's so intriguing, and it looks so good that I just kind of want to work with them just to see where this goes. Or maybe people that are on the fence about you, or maybe looking at multiple people, they go to your website, instant yes. Instant yes. I want to work with this person. They seem cool as hell. Um, and so that's my goal is to, uh, like I said, have the, um, Have the focus on the things that you want to be focusing on and have your business run for you and be a teammate for you. And so that's brand awakening. That's seven days to a whole new life. My final offering that I have, maybe you already have a business. You already have a heart center business. You're on social media and you're looking for a few tweaks. You're looking to take your business to the next step. You're looking to grow your business to the next level. Maybe you don't need a full website or branding. You have that honed in. Um, The flow state is my consulting offering where I can help you on all sorts of different projects. All sorts of like one-off projects. So maybe you're looking for help with creating a sexy sales page for your newest offering. Maybe you have this big offer and um, you don't exactly know how to promote it in a way that's intriguing for people. Maybe you're looking to have a custom link in bio design that's looks much different from the standard um, ones that you see. Maybe you need help just coming up with ideas for social content. Want to create more heart-centered, more soulful social content. I want to help you with that. Maybe you're looking for ways to create more passive income in your business so you're not always... Working 80 hours a week. You want to create a course or create some offerings that can be sold over and over again on their own. Maybe you just want a brand audit and you want another perspective on your brand. Like, how can I improve? How can I take things to the next level? How can I tweak these things? Um, I'd be happy to offer that for you. Like I said, maybe you need help in creating a course. Um, Don't know how to do it or don't know how to structure it. I can help you with that. Or maybe you just need some design work. Maybe you need some automation help. You're doing too much of this manually uh, as far as running your business. You want to save more time and focus on doing what you love for your business. Maybe you're looking to set up an email list, design an email newsletter that fits your brand. Um, I would love to help you with that. And so that's the flow state. And so with all of these offerings, that's Mad Awakening. Uh, that's what I have to offer to you. In addition to coming on social media, um, coming online, hosting these podcasts with people that inspire me, going deeply on subjects that I care about, and talking about all sorts of things in health and wellness and spirituality, um, talking about my lifestyle. I've, over the past couple years, I recently got into fashion, uh, minimalist athleisure fashion to be exact you know i i sort of take branding into every part of my life so the color palette that i use for my website is is pretty similar to the color palette i have in my wardrobe um i have a minimalist wardrobe that's very modular so i can hone in on my colors and have just a lot of or a few uh different items that i can make all sorts of different um styles with and so that's been a big thing and so i want to talk about that too because especially after going to the gym for a while now i've noticed that listen uh women have way more uh, options to wear at the gym than men do. And I, I like looking good at the gym. I don't want to wear some ratty clothes to the gym. I like to look good at the gym too. And so I want to talk about that. I want to talk about some of my brands that I really enjoy. And, um, cause I get questions, frankly, on that all the time. I want to talk about the supplements that I use and the different sort of practices that I do in order to improve my state of mind. I haven't even got into Qigong, which has been a tremendous, tremendous journey for me. But we have to save some for the next episode, right? So I really appreciate you taking the time in this now over an hour, hour, 16 minutes of you getting to know me, getting to know what Mad Awakening is all about. Um, I can offer you one thing uh, since, or I'll offer you a couple things actually. You know what, I'm going to offer you three things at the end of this episode for making it this far because I appreciate you and I appreciate your time and attention. The first is a discount code I have for Bulletproof. If you're familiar with Bulletproof, Um, They're known for their coffee, but they also have a ton of other um, products out there. One being uh, a green juice that I think is a green juice powder, I should say, that's, in my opinion, by far the best out there. Because sometimes those types of green juice powders can be very... not really taste the best, you know. So I also... Use their MCT oil as well uh, in my morning beverages. But Bulletproof has a ton of great products. And I want to offer you a 15% off discount. Check something out there. Check out the green juice. Check out the MCT oil. If you drink coffee, they have amazing mold-free, just super great coffees. So you can use the discount code awakening that's exactly how it's spelled a w a <laughs> k e n i n g awakening it's at the end I'm at, I'm at my end right here so bear with me but use the code awakening uh, bulletproof.com and you can save 15% off and you can support me and i'd be eternally grateful Um, if you did that because I enjoy their products I use their products all the time and I myself would enjoy some discounts every once in a while and I use that code on myself uh, all the time so I want to offer that to you and also I have a couple more offers that are completely free one is uh, a guide to creating soulful content on social media I kind of talked about it a little bit before, but I really personally get sick of the here's what you should do sort of approach to creating content. I don't really want to be told what to do. I would rather watch you or listen to what you do. You explain what you do. And so that's, that's sort of the approach that I like to take. Um, Again, it's, all about sharing my story. So these are the things that I do. Here's how I, uh, here's my morning routine. Here's what I do during the day. Here's how I've handled this sort of challenge in my life. That I think is more palatable for people. I think people are just bombarded right now on social media for being told what to do and it gets overwhelming and frustrating. And so I created a guide, um, with 10 tips on creating soulful content based on my personal experience and working with brands and businesses of all sizes and from all industries. And these are some of my greatest, deepest insights that I've gotten. And I've collected that for you. And so you can find that by um, going to madawakening.com forward slash hello You will see um, all my offerings on one page, as well as that uh, soulful content guide as well. And I'd be happy to send that to you, to your email, in hopes that it can inspire you in some way with getting on social media, being a little bit more... um, not viewing it as a drag or something that feels inauthentic to you. I want social media to be very authentic um, and exciting for you to post on. The final offer that I have um, is a guided visualization. It's an audio visualization. It's about 25 minutes long. And it's all about connecting with your um your evolved self your embodied self your authentic self the person that you know that you can be your potential and so this is a guided visualization to connect you with that person and receive some guidance and insight from them and this is a visualization that I have used personally in my life for a while now and it's been absolutely tremendous and has helped me so much in my journaling practice and me really honing in and becoming that person that I knew I could always could be you know if you've known me i've changed a lot <laughs> over the past couple of years just um in my opinion in my appearance um and a lot of it has to do with this visualization practice me connecting with who i want to be in this world who i've always been and kind of hidden away for whatever reason so Those are the three gifts that I have In in appreciation of you making it this far Uh, And so with that Again, follow me on social media Uh, Subscribe to this podcast I'm going to have a very special guest on my next episode Uh, That's a dear friend of mine And, And yeah, that's it So take care guys And I appreciate you, I love you I will talk to you on the next episode of the Mad Awakening Podcast.